Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Uh, i tell you what, if you've been with us in recent episodes, you know that we have been going through the Feast of the Lord, and we just did a very, very high-flying uh, overview of the seven feasts that the Lord granted unto His people. And the reason that I wanted to look at that for a, a little while was to where we could gain understanding of how important the feasts are in understanding what the Scripture says. What I want to look at beginning today is a, a series going day by day by day of what occurred in the life of the Lord and what we'll call the Lord's week. Okay, the Lord's week. Uh, the last week that the Lord was here on the earth in his corporeal existence. And then what happened when he was killed and when he was in the tomb three days and three nights and when he was resurrected. At the time of my recording these episodes, is actually uh, the Easter season of 2017. And so I thought it would be useful for us to look at the exact day to see what happened. Now, I've mentioned before, I don't believe that the Lord was crucified on Friday, what we call Good Friday. I believe he was crucified on Wednesday, that he died at 3 o'clock on what we call Wednesday afternoon when the sun went down. It became Thursday because the Hebrew day begins on Thursday, right? So you have Thursday evening and morning one day, Friday evening and morning two days, Saturday evening and morning three days. At sundown on Saturday, it becomes Sunday. And at some point in time before dawn, the Lord was resurrected from the dead. And so I thought it would be useful to look at it day by day. This episode will actually come out on the Friday, which is six days before the Passover, what we see within the Scripture. And so there's several portions of the Scripture that we'll be examining. Today we're looking at John uh, chapter 11. It says this in verse 55. Now the Passover of the Jews was near. And many went up to Jerusalem out of the country before the Passover to purify themselves. So they were coming to Jerusalem to get prepared for the Passover, to purify themselves, to offer sacrifices, to get ready for it. Verse 56 says this, So they were seeking for Jesus and were saying to one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think, that he will not come to the feast at all? So they were looking for Jesus. They were wondering if he would come to the feast. So now we're going to go to Luke chapter um, 19, Luke chapter 19. And really the entirety of this chapter uh, covers what is happening on what we call Friday. This would have been Thursday at sundown until Friday at sundown, the ninth day of Nisan. Okay, the ninth day of Nisan. So the Lord, uh, uh, let's just start verse 1. He entered Jericho and was passing through. And there was a man called by the name of Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector and was rich. Zacchaeus was trying to see who Jesus was and was unable because of the crowd, for he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree in order to see him, for he was about to pass through that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for today I must stay in your house." So you see that Jesus is saying, okay, I'm going to stay in somebody's house. He actually spends this Thursday night in Zacchaeus' house. Verse 6, And he hurried and came down and received him gladly. When they saw it, they all began to grumble, saying, He's going to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stopped and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, 
Half of my possessions I will give to the poor. And if I had defrauded anyone of anything, I will give back four times as much. And Jesus said to him, Today's salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. While they were listening to these things, Jesus went on to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem. So you see that he's, he's getting close to Jerusalem. And they supposed that the kingdom of God was going to appear immediately. See, they, they're searching and they're seeking the kingdom of God. Verse 12. So he said, A nobleman went to a distant country to receive a kingdom for himself and then return. And he called ten of his slaves and gave them ten minas and said to them, Do business with this until I come back. But his citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him, saying, We do not want this man to reign over us. When he returned after receiving the kingdom, he ordered that these slaves to whom he had given the money be called to him so that he might know what business they had done. The first appeared, saying, Master, your mina has made ten minas more. And he said to him, Well done, good slave, because you've been faithful in very little thing, you are to be in authority over ten cities. The second came, saying, Your mina, master, has made five minas. And he said to him, And you are to be over five cities. Another came, saying, Master, here is your mina, which I put away in a handkerchief. For I was afraid of you, because you are an exacting man. You take up what you do not lay down and reap what you do not sow. He said to him, By your own words I will judge you, you worthless slave. Did you know that I am an exacting man, taking up what I did not lay down and reaping what I did not sow? Then why did you not put my money in the bank and have come, and I would have collected the interest with it? Then he said to the bystanders, Take the minor away from him and give it to the one who has the ten minors. And they said to him, Master, he has ten minors already. I tell you that to everyone who has, more shall be given. But from the one who does not have, even what he does have shall be taken away. But these enemies of mine who do not want me to reign over them, bring them here and slay them in my presence. And he said these things, after he said these things, he was going on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. So you see that the Lord gives the parable of the, the minas. He spends the night here. He proceeds to Jerusalem. Okay. Verse 29, when he approached Bethphage and Bethany near the Mount of, uh, that is called Olives, he sent ahead two disciples and saying, go into the village. Now, we'll pick this up later. But what he's doing is he's preparing and he's laying things out. And it's interesting to see what the Lord uh, was teaching, what he was speaking about in these last days, because it was very intense, okay, very intense. And so this day right here is six days before Passover. So just to recap it, here's what's going on. The Jews are headed to Jerusalem for Passover. They're getting ready. They're getting prepared. The Lord is approaching Jerusalem, but first he's coming from Jericho. He spends the night with Zacchaeus. He speaks forth a couple of parables. And he's preparing to go in. They think that he's preparing to go in. And they're hoping that it will be that he will now bring forth his kingdom. Well, he is. But he's going to bring forth the kingdom in a way that is different from what they imagined. Yes, the Old Testament proclaimed the coming of Messiah and the wondrous things that will happen when he comes the second time. But not when he comes the first time. Yes, he'll come as the victorious king then. He came as the suffering servant 
the first time. This is what occurred on the ninth day of the sign on Friday before the Lord Jesus Christ was killed and sacrificed. I think you're going to find this really interesting as we see the flow. As I tell you all the time, make sure you check this yourself. Go read the scripture. Examine it yourself. See if it be true. Also, pass the word about these podcasters. Let folks know we have folks joining every day, and I so appreciate that. And I'll see you again next episode, okay? Bye-bye.